Edge returns to the ring and signs a three-year contract with WWE. Who's it gonna be? You think you know me? No, no way. gotta be kidding me. The Rated R Superstar! Edge is here! everyone welcome to your flash report on last night's wwe royal rumble 2020 pay-per-view a big big news story of a pay-per-view some huge news last night at the royal rumble as edge edge made his long anticipated return to a wwe ring drew mcintyre won the male royal rumble eliminating Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the process. Charlotte won the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, so, yeah, some big things happening last night at the Royal Rumble. So, um, this isn't going to be our recap show. Uh, basically, tomorrow we will be doing a full recap show. This is just a quick, not even quick, just a flash report so we could get a little bit of audio out there um, with the big news and the big happenings at the pay-per-view last night. Um I went to bed last night at what quarter past five in the morning UK time. We're now at about 11 a.m. at the time of recording. Um, Tebs, Tebs watched the show last night. He did make it until the end of the show, um, but he, I think he's at work right now. Danny, just spoke to Danny, and um, he didn't watch the show last night because he had work at 5 a.m. or something this morning, but he did message me to say some lapsed fan has messaged him simply the phrase, you think you know me, and completely Ruin the surprise for when he watches the Royal Rumble tonight. I hate it when that happens. That's why for me, you've got to watch it live. But obviously, Danny has work commitments. So yeah, we will be um, here tomorrow to talk about the Royal Rumble in greater detail. Just for today, I'm just going to get our audio thoughts out there for our listeners. So you can have a little bit to keep you going until that big pay-per-view report tomorrow. So let's get into it. As you all know, as I mentioned at the start of the show, Edge, the rated R superstar, made his long-anticipated return nine years after retiring the night after, mm, I want to say WrestleMania 27, yeah? The night after WrestleMania 27, Edge had, had to retire, maybe the week after that, but he had to retire after defending the title against, I think, Alberto Del Rio at that WrestleMania um, what a moment it was. So I think in, basically what happened was, I think it was about maybe number 25 or something like that. Might have it wrong. Um, it was late over here, believe it or not. But um, the, the buzzer goes, 
You think you know me hits. The crowd go absolutely insane. What a pop this was. Edge comes out looking fired up, looking emotional. It was just, it was one of those moments. I know WWE love their moments, but this was just a great, great moment that will be played back for years. And yeah, just brilliant. I mean, we spoke about it. We were speaking about it for months, really. I mean, if you go back to SummerSlam, I believe it was, was it the pre-show? I think it was Dolph Ziggler who he hit a spear on, like he did last night. Um, I think it was Dolph Ziggler who he hit a spear on, on the pre-show, which I actually missed because I was out getting something to eat. Um, but yeah, so, and we said on the show after that, look, if Edge has been allowed to hit his move on a wrestler in that ring, he must have been cleared in some way, shape or form. Because when you look back at history, it's not like, you know, I've got inside information telling me this, but... If you use your educated mind, you go back to a Daniel Bryan. Now, Daniel Bryan was in all those storylines with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn for months. And WWE did not let him lay a finger on those because he wasn't cleared. Unless you've been cleared, WWE are not going to let you be involved in any sort of spot or anything like that. So it was a big sign when they permitted Edge to be involved with this at SummerSlam. Um... After that, we obviously there's reports flying about all over the internet, and the Edge is coming back. Um, Edge himself was quick to shoot these rumors down on his Twitter account, I believe. Um, but that that just teaches you one thing: don't you? you can't really believe what a wrestler says on the internet. Um, it does sort of open the floodgates now for when other wrestlers shoot things down on the internet. People are going to say, "Oh, well, Edge shot down that he was returning. Look at him; he returned." Um, so maybe next time wrestlers are denying that there's any relationship between New Japan and AEW. CM Punk's telling people he's not coming back. People are going to be even more or less declined to believe it than they already were. And as I say, this story seems like it's been going on for months. It was so we've spoke about it in the Royal Rumble pre-show. We all expected it to happen. I think Edge returning. Um, it was sort of like everyone knew, but they didn't. Um, he, he even cancelled his podcast. He cancelled his podcast. Um, what was that? September, October time with Christian. You had Christian on the pre-show. All the signs were there, but let's not get away from it. It did not take away one little bit whatsoever of that moment when his music hit. I lost my shit. The crowd lost the shit. Even the WWE cameraman lost his shit. As unbelievably. Well, it wasn't even the cameraman's fault, was it? It was whoever's doing the production backstage decided to have the camera pointed at the crowd when Edge hit his first spear on, a, I believe, Dolph Ziggler. His first spear back in a WWE ring for nine years, and they were pointing at someone in the crowd. That is the richest wrestling company in the world making that mistake, but unforgivable in some ways, but it, it was just still, it still didn't take away from anything. Great moment. The crowd are going crazy. Edge... Looked like he was tearing up. Um, obviously not having wrestled for nine years. He looked great. Um, obviously he's 46 years old now. Um, so, But he looked sort of in better shape aesthetic-wise than he did when he was last wrestling. Um, I mean, even Randy Orton sort of pointed that out when he was like looking at Edge's stomach. But just, just I don't even know what to say, just a great, great moment. And the big news that is sweeping the internet this morning is... It does appear that Edge has signed a three-year contract with WWE to wrestle. We're hearing pretty regularly. Um, three years, that will see him through to the age of 
49 years old, so you'd expect to see Edge see out his contract, his contract, his career with WWE. But big news, big news to start the decade, Edge back in a WWE ring. And now the big question is, are we going to see him at, I don't know what, what they call in the Saudi Arabia show, Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia on the 27th of February, which was announced. Are we going to see him at WrestleMania? Who is his opponent going to be? I mean, we can speculate who his opponent will be. Um, he turned on Randy Orton last night, his former rated RKO tag team partner. So wouldn't, I don't really feel like that is the match to do at WrestleMania in front of that WrestleMania crowd. But it would not surprise me to see at Super Showdown maybe Edge versus Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. And then I was thinking this last night when at 5 o'clock in the morning I'm led in bed thinking, who can they have Edge face at WrestleMania? And I'm going through this list in my mind. I'm thinking I'd love to see a Daniel Bryan match. I think the sensible option would be a Seth Rollins. As we said on the show last week, you've already got that angle where um, Seth had Edge, his head on the Money in the Bank briefcase, about to hit the curb stomp, unless I think John Cena reinstated um, the McMahons back to authority at the time. So you've already got that ready-made story right there. So for me, I think Edge versus Seth would be the good way to go. It's a big match. Um, Seth is, as much as we can criticise Seth, he's a very good worker for Edge's first huge match back. So yeah, exciting news, Edge back in WWE. My question is, why did it take so long? Obviously the neck heals, but nine years. Could we not have seen this a little bit earlier? As I say, he's 46 now, but hey, Chris Jericho, look at Chris Jericho, he's still smashing it out of the park at what, is he 49 years old? But yeah. So great news last night, Edge back in the WWE ring, and I'm excited to be there at WrestleMania, hopefully for one of his first matches back. Now, apart from Edge returning, we had, I just thought, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to start with the Men's Royal Rumble match, and I thought this match, I'm going to put it out there, it's the best Royal Rumble match I've seen. Now, I've probably not seen the Royal Rumble matches maybe before the mid-90s. There's a few I've probably not watched. But for me, I just thought it was brilliantly booked. Sometimes the Rumble matches can just be a little bit samey. You know, a little bit of the same, very similar. But nobody will forget this Royal Rumble. Nobody will forget Brock dominating for the first half of the Rumble. I thought that was great, great booking. Um, Brock Lesnar, I mean, he gets people criticising him on the internet. But this guy, biggest star in the company... He's just working it great. He's, he's what is he saying? When Keith Lee's coming out, he's going, oh, big boy. You've got him dancing to MVP's music. You've got him going to like Paul Heyman, who's this mother effer? And it's just, he's just great. He, he, the, he got the crowd to despise him. Who at our point, whoever eliminated, whoever eliminated Brock Lesnar was going to be a made star. And that is exactly what happened. I mean, would I have preferred maybe Ricochet not to have low-blowed him in, in the lead-up to Drew McIntyre kicking him out? Maybe. But the seeds were planted on Monday Night Raw last week as Ricochet confronted Brock Lesnar. So, who says WWE don't plan in advance? Me. But they clearly did on this occasion. Ricochet being out there on Monday was no coincidence. And Ricochet hit the low-blow on Brock Lesnar. And Drew McIntyre delivered a brutal claymore and Brock Lesnar goes flying over the top rope. And that pop from Minute Maid Park was just what a pop it was. But arguably the biggest pop of the night. They were losing their minds when Brock Lesnar hit that... I mean, Drew McIntyre hit that claymore on Brock Lesnar. 
But Lesnar's just stood at ringside, shocked, says he'll see him later on, and, well, McIntyre then goes on to win the Royal Rumble. So let's face it, we know WrestleMania, that main event is going to be Drew McIntyre challenging Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Go through with it, get Drew McIntyre over, you made a star tonight, see it through, hopefully the crowd is still with him by the time WrestleMania pops around, as I say there's what, two and a half, three months until WrestleMania, sometimes wrestlers who are over at the Royal Rumble can sort of lose their steam leading up to the big show, but hopefully WWE don't mess up the booking with Drew McIntyre leading up to that match at WrestleMania, it's not official but we all know it's going to happen, Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar, um, I thought the booking in the match, the overall booking that Roman was great. I said Brock Lesnar, you had Brock Lesnar just being a star for the first half of the match. You had a few nice little returns, like your MVPs, things like that. Keith Lee got a great rub with Brock Lesnar. Um, the crowd, how over Keith Lee was, it was great to see. Stare down between Brock Lesnar and Keith Lee. Lesnar eliminates both Keith and Braun Strowman. Um, and then the second half of the Rumble was more like your traditional sort of sense of the word Royal Rumble. And it was just obviously had the big edge return in there. You had Matt Riddle being eliminated by Baron Corbin. Oh, I was just like, WWE take two step forward and one step back. I was just like, they couldn't just give us that perfect Royal Rumble match, could they? They had to give us something to moan about. And Baron Corbin eliminating... Matt Riddle just looks to me like they do they I don't think they see what a star Matt Riddle is, do they? You wouldn't have him eliminate. I think unless they're just playing with the fans. Matt Riddle. I wanted that Matt Riddle Goldberg confrontation in this rumble and to have Baron Corbin just eliminating me. Sort of squashes my dreams of this Matt Riddle versus Goldberg match at WrestleMania. But that aside, great Royal Rumble. I mean I think the final four, what was it? Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and Edge. You had Edge, as we said, turning on Randy Orton and throwing him over. And then there's the three left, and I'm sat there, I'm thinking, right, they need... if Roman's going over, he's going to get booed. Edge, does he really need to win the Royal Rumble? It would have been nice, but Drew McIntyre, go all the way with him. But I thought, how are you going to get Drew McIntyre cheered at winning this match when all the crowd seemed to want Edge? And they booked it to perfection, every credit to him. Um, they had Roman eliminate Edge. That instantly puts all the heat on Roman. Everyone in that arena is thinking, no, Roman's going to win this match. And then Drew McIntyre tosses him. I can't think, did he kick him or toss him? Whatever. Drew McIntyre squashes all the fears of the fans, eliminates Roman Reigns to win the 2020 Royal Rumble. Great moment. Crowd going crazy. McIntyre looks like he's about to start crying. Just a great moment to end the show for me. Perfect, near perfect, near perfect Royal Rumble match. I absolutely loved it. I'm not the biggest fan of Royal Rumble matches. Um, I didn't like the women's Royal Rumble. I don't really, I never go back and watch Royal Rumble matches. To me, it's an hour-long match for mm, not always the greatest of stuff. But for me, I just thought this was excellent. Excellent stuff. I was hooked. The Brock Lesnar stuff made it. It was like in three different parts. You had the Brock Lesnar stuff, the middle, and that great ending with the four with rated RKO, um, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre in the ring. So yeah, just a great, great Royal Rumble match. I think I'm, I'm I know it's star ratings, but I'm gonna go four and a half stars on it. I loved it, loved it. Definitely in one of my favourite matches this year thus far. Um, but yeah, just great, 
great stuff. I don't, didn't take any notes. I'm not going to sit there taking notes at four o'clock in the morning while I'm trying to watch and enjoy one of the bigger matches of the WWE calendar. So if I missed anything, I apologise. But great Rumble match. Edge returning. Brock Lesnar being the star that he is. And then Drew McIntyre. They're finally trying to make Drew McIntyre into a star. Yes, yeah, great Royal Rumble match. Now, I said, I just mentioned, that I didn't really like the women's Royal Rumble match. Um, it just, it was just, I felt like it sort of passed me by. It was 55 minutes, an hour, so I think it was about 55 minutes. And it was just a bit like, ugh, what? Do you know what I mean? Nothing was really happening. You, There was no Sasha Banks in the match. There was no Ronda Rousey that well I was hoping for in the match. It just felt like one of them Royal Rumbles. And I said, um, we said this on the Royal Rumble preview show. Go and check it out on our feeds. We did say that if they don't have like an obvious plan, an obvious winner, that, who, who like a must win, then they might just give this Royal Rumble to Charlotte Flair so they can add it to her list of accolades of what is she, 10-time women's champion. They love their accolades in WWE, and now she can be called a Women's Royal Rumble winner. So if she's going to be on the title match at WrestleMania, they just said, right, we'll do it this year. We'll have Charlotte win the Rumble, and that is exactly what they did. Um, notes in the match, they made Bianca Belair look like a star. I think she had, like, what, eight eliminations. They had Shayna Baszler look like a star, or then to just get eliminated at the end was a bit... Do you know what I mean? Like, Shayna's debut what, on the main roster, you'd say. don't know if she's been in a run match before. But just to, do you know what I mean? To have a lose is just a bit like, Meh. I don't know. Not really how you book Shayna a loss in a first main roster match. Um, but, yeah. So, I still think they might go down the Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler route at WrestleMania. Um, a lot of people are suggesting they might do Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. They don't need to do that much. They don't. Look, it's a good match. It's a nice feud. They don't need to revisit it this soon. I feel like we've been stuck with these two for the last few years and we don't need it. But who else is Becky going to face? As I say, I think Shane is the obvious option. But really, none of those two matches really look like, oh, I've got to go and see that. Um, that just shows what happens to the women's division when you don't have Ronda Rousey in it. Um, I'd probably like to see... I know they've done Becky versus Sasha, but hey... That'd be something, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, so other biggest, probably the best bit of the rumble for me was um, obviously when Mandy Rose looked like she got eliminated, but Otis was there off camera. It was one of the great um, survival aspects in a Royal Rumble match, um, and she just lands on Otis, and Otis picks her up and puts her back in the ring. Um, but she gets eliminated later on, which was a shame, because Mandy was out there looking great. Um, but yeah, we had Liv Morgan coming out, eliminating Lana. Lana goes back in, eliminates her. That was another nice moment in the match. So yeah, I'm actually talking myself into like bumping this up a bit, but just felt overall a bit of an anti-climax compared to the other two previous Royal Rumbles. Obviously, there was no Trish, there was no Lita. Um, you can't have these every year, but it was just a bit, a bit anticlimactic, I felt, but did its job. It progressed a few feuds. It made Bianca and Shayna look good, maybe, except for the elimination by Shayna then. But Charlotte Flair wins the Royal Rumble. Is she a face? Is she a heel? She seems to turn every month. She's like the big show, but hey, Charlotte Flair in a title match at WrestleMania. Is anyone surprised? I'm certainly not. So we spoke about the two Rumble matches. Um, so yeah, there's not... Do you know what I mean? The other match on the show, you have um, Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. 
as I put on Twitter last night. Some people agreed with me, some people didn't. Daniel Bryan is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He has given Bray Wyatt, the Fiend character, his two best matches of his career. Royal Rumble 2014 is the best match in Bray Wyatt's career, singles match anyway, aside from that six-man shield match. Um, and this was the second best match of his career. It was better than the Undertaker Mania match. It was better than the John Cena WrestleMania match. It was better than some of his matches with Chris Jericho. Um, so yeah, Daniel Bryan is great. The Fiend, I don't like the gimmick. I'm a fan of Bray Wyatt, but at least they got rid of the red light. I will say that. That was an improvement. Crowd were into this match, fully behind Daniel Bryan. A part of me is thinking, just give Bryan the belt having faced Roman at Mania. But... We all know they want that big Bray Wyatt entrance at WrestleMania. I'm going to enjoy watching that entrance at WrestleMania. I'm sure it will be great. Um, and Roman versus The Fiend, yeah, I'm quite interested in it, to be honest. don't think they've really, Roman and Bray, have they really ever had a one-on-one -on -one feud? I don't think they have. I might, maybe I've missed something, but I don't feel like they've had a true one-on-one -on -one feud with title matches on pay-per-view. So, Roman versus The Fiend at WrestleMania, I think it makes sense, doesn't it? It will be good. Crowd probably going to boo Roman and cheer the Fiend, but hey, you can't have everything. But yeah, Brian was incredible in this match up on Twitter. Just give me one G1, Daniel. One G1. I know people might say, oh, well, head injuries, but people get injured. Let me just say this. People get injured more in WWE than they do New Japan Pro Wrestling. So yeah, I'm sure Daniel Bryan would be fine of working a safe style or a safe as possible style in New Japan. But hey... I'll leave that for others to judge. So, yeah, really good match. I think I went three and a half stars on this one. Um, the other title match on the show, Becky Lynch versus Oscar or Asuka. It wasn't as good as their match at the Royal Rumble last year. It was still... It was good. It was boring the first, like, seven or eight minutes. Then we had a really great spot where um, they teased uh, Oscar having looking like she concussed Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, ref Becky Lynch refuses to quit, keeps going... And yeah, that was really well booked. Becky Lynch wins the match. It it was good. Probably like your three-star match. It wasn't anything great. I was hoping for better between these two. If you main event in the singles matches on the show, then really I would have expected better. But it was still good. It was like a good TV main event, but nothing, nothing spectacular. I feel like the quality women's matches were great from like 2016 to 2018 in WWE. I feel like these last nine months, the quality sort of dipped. We've had plenty of Bailey title matches that have been around your two-star level. You've had, like, Becky. To be honest, I know everyone loves Becky, but I'm sorry to say it. People might hate this. She's not the best female worker. She might have the best character, the best gimmick. She's great. She's got loads of personality. But as a pure worker, she's not up there with your Sashas, with your Charlottes, with your Tessa Blanchards. Better be careful saying that. But, hey, I'm a big Becky fan, and this, this was fine. It was fine. Eosharai's at Oscars, but yeah. Um, so Becky retains the title and looks set to face either Shayna or Charlotte at WrestleMania. Um, other match on the show, Lacey versus Bailey. They built this up really well, and only in WWE would you have someone bully a Marine's daughter, and then in the match, the Marine doesn't get doesn't get a do you know what I mean? Bailey doesn't get a comeuppance. No, Bailey pins the Marine after she's been bullying the Marine's daughter. Gotta love a happy ending in WWE. This match was lacklustre at best. Um, the only other match we've not spoke about on the show 
Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Now, I've seen a lot of people like, oh, it was all right, it was nothing. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it reminded me a bit of, say, your Undertaker Triple H match at WrestleMania all them years ago. A bit like Shane McMahon The Miz at WrestleMania. Sometimes a Falls Count Anywhere match. The crowd loved it. There were some people flying through tables left, right, and center. You had um, Rude and Ziggler coming out. The Usos saving Roman from that. One of the Usos made a great dive from high up in the skies. You had that great aesthetic, aesthetic, that great view where Roman and Baron Corbin are fighting on top of the dugouts. All the fans behind them. Roman hits the spear for the win. Gets Baron Corbin gets his comeuppance. The babyface wins. Everyone's cheering Roman Reigns. I thought it was great. But then I'm seeing like people like, oh, two-star match. It wasn't technically good. It's a false count anywhere match. It's not going to be technically good. It was, well, it can be, but it was just a load of fun. If you didn't like this match, I think you need to lighten up. Not everything needs to be about great work, great matches. This was storyline-wise really good. Entertaining as hell, and I loved it. Really good match. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, so, yeah, that was the main matches on the show. And the pre-show had Sheamus defeat Chad Gable. It was basically just Sheamus working on Chad Gable's hand. Gable working on Sheamus's leg. And then Sheamus hits a bro kick out of nowhere. It was good. It was good. Um, you had Andrade retaining the US title over Humberto Correa. They've built this up for ages on TV. And to just throw it away on the pre-show of the Royal Rumble when nobody in that crowd cared was criminal. The crowd didn't care. It should have been saved. The action was okay, but just had no interest. Andrade retains via roll-up, and I'm sure this feud must continue. There was no need to have this match on the show. You could have had any other match on the pre-show. So, yeah, that's it. That's your Royal Rumble flash report. Um, we've spoke about all the big things on the show. Love. I Just to quickly recap, love the Men's Royal Rumble. I really enjoyed Roman versus Baron Corbin. Daniel Bryan got The Fiend's best match under that gimmick. We had a lackluster Lacey Evans versus Bailey match. The Women's Royal Rumble was okay in parts, but nothing worth going out your way to see. But main stories, Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble. They make him into a star, and Edge returns to the ring and signs a three-year contract with WWE. So, yeah, great time for my cat to fly through the cat flap. All right, Jim. Um, I, myself, am tired. I'm going to get a naked a naked smoothie down me. I bet you wonder what I was on about. Then a naked smoothie down me as I enjoy the rest of my day. We will be back tomorrow with a full recap. I'll be joined by Tebs, joined by Danny. A full recap of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So, make sure you stay tuned to that. I feel like we've done loads of shows um, this last week, we did a Royal Rumble preview show on Thursday, the weekly WWE versus AEW podcast on, what was it, Saturday, yesterday, myself and Danny battled it out and did a Worlds Collide NXT versus NXT UK recap show, I'm doing this flash report today and tomorrow we've got the Royal Rumble recap show, five shows over the space of Royal Rumble weekend, I hope you've enjoyed them all, I've enjoyed doing them, um, check us out, Apple Podcast. make sure to subscribe so as soon as we drop a show it will appear in your feeds, subscribe to us on YouTube, just search Neutral Wrestling Podcast, if you want to support us, we encourage that, the SummerSlam dream is alive baby, 
www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling. Um, check out some videos on our YouTube. We did a vlog, video log at WrestleMania 35. Those videos day by day are all on our YouTube channel. We will be flying over the Atlantic to Tampa for Royal, for Royal Rumble, for WrestleMania week this year, attending all the independent shows, attending WrestleMania, NXT, hopefully NXT at full set. We'll be doing another vlog, so subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's it for me. I'm out of breath. I'm off to go and have a smoothie, catch up on some sleep after a 5.15am finish last night. That was your Royal Rumble 2020 Flash Report. I am Daniel, and I will see you tomorrow.